scope change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it I'ma shake the globe change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it What's up everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast We intend to guide you to a better future The purpose of this podcast is to do exactly that We will dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and highlight what makes them successful, but also pinpoint mistakes they've made and how to improve them. Our goal is to make you start thinking about building generational wealth through business. I hope you enjoy, and if you do, please rate this podcast and leave a review. And now, let's get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Juwan Rohan, and this is the Misguided Podcast, where we intend to guide you to a better future. I'm sitting here with Bree, sports anchor out in Colorado Springs. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing this morning? You know, I am good. I took my dog on a walk this morning. Uh, I have no sleep. I was up all night, so <laughs> just trying to get the morning started, but it's going. That we have the same start that I just took my dog and I'm yeah, I'm crazy yet. yeah definitely. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, but uh, I just want to thank you for coming up on here. I'm super excited. You're the first uh anchor um that I've had on here. Um, you know, I try to get a variety of people because um I don't want to just target one group. You know, everyone has different day jobs and different stuff, and they're all working to build wealth, right? So um, I appreciate you coming up on here and, and taking the time out no problem yeah yeah so let's go ahead and uh dive into your story where are you from so i'm originally from hayward california there mm-hmm. um moved out of the bay to go to school in atlanta on a volleyball scholarship and it just kind of took off from there is when i kind of i went as a business management major wanted to be a big time sports agent and then kind of made my way to the mass media department, met a guy who was the 11 alive anchor at the time, but he taught my eight o'clock broadcasting class. Um, And I think that's the moral of my story. It was someone who already made it telling me that I can make it. Um, And that's a big deal, especially going to HBCU. Um, You know, I'm a first generation graduate, all that good stuff. So um, that's really how it started for me was meeting um, him. Okay, what uh, what HBCU? Can you repeat that again? The Atlanta, right here. Oh, okay, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I see, yeah. I see. That's the, that's the big one right there. Look at yeah. you. Uh, that's cool. So, uh, shit, you're from Hayward. I didn't know that. What uh, I'm from Hayward. So, what uh, okay. where what elementary school and what what high school you went to? So, uh, my parents. I was born in Hayward, and we kind of my parents split up when I was like three. So I kind of went back and forth. Hayward, Newark. That's from my mom and. Okay. Yeah. Newark Memorial, that's where they met. Uh-huh. Um, so I went to music school, it was my elementary school, and then my mom bought a house in Tracy, California. Okay. So the high school in Tracy, and my dad stayed in the Bay, so I just kind of went back and forth. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, yeah. I kind of did the same thing. I was born in Hayward. I stayed there until I was about 10. Um, oh, yes. So I went to elementary there, and then I moved to Antioch uh, for like two years. And then uh, I went to Berkeley and I in sixth grade. So I really say I'm like from Berkeley because that's where a lot of my development happened. But definitely, I still rep Hayward. That's that's crazy. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> everybody from when I grew up, like friends, family, they all migrated. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stock is just so much cheaper. So much. But the Hayward property right now is crazy. Like yeah. if your parents still have that Hayward property or the new work, the new work is just it's insane out there. Um, yeah. I'm a I'm a realtor out here, so I keep okay. an eye on things like that. <laughs> you know all yeah. about that. Yep. It's yeah, yeah. Insane. Yeah, my my parents' house now that they bought five years ago is worth over a mil. Like what? easily, yeah, easily, and they could probably get it for closer to two mil today. To be honest, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um, uh, cool. So you go to Clark University, um, and you meet this professor or someone um, who kind of was like kind of stirred you in the right direction um did you always like want to do news anchor uh sports anchor type stuff like was this a a a dream growing up as a little girl or or anything (laughs) um to be honest I'm I was kind of like a lot of people I changed my mind like I think when I was Mm -hmm. younger I wanted to be a lawyer I wanted to go to law school um and then I turned um I was a dual athlete in college played played volleyball and softball and I was like I can't see myself giving up sports like I want to be a sports agent um and then that's when I maneuvered to mass media um it was an internship that I had at WSB TV in Atlanta it's like a top 10 market you know it's like the the people who have literally made it um and just being in a newsroom it's so chaotic you know they got like two helicopters in that station when things go off and just to like be in that like aura and I'm very uh like I gotta have I have to be busy. I'm not like a nine to five sit at the desk type of person at all. Like I got to be doing stuff. And I, I really like the environment. Um, and a lot of people don't know um, getting into the business. You know, a lot of people start in news to get into sports. That's just mm. how it goes for every sports job. There's seven more news jobs. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for me, I only had one internship because I was always on the road playing. And that was one thing if I could go back was really push those internships because they do help. Um, that's where I got all of my real hands-on experience. Um, and that's what landed me my first on-air gig as a news uh, reporter slash anchor. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's kind of how it started for me. So how, how long were you in Atlanta for doing that? Um, so I, I transferred there from Modesto Junior College uh, 2014. So I was there for two years. Okay. And that was kind of another reason why I chose mass media for business. I would have had to take more courses mm-hmm. and I would have been, you know, I was already, I think 21 when I transferred. I'm like, I'm not trying to be the old chick on the yeah. bottom. <laughs> um, I did have an extra year of eligibility because I had torn my ACL. Um, but I just, I just wanted to start my career. Like I wanted to get yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, mass media said I could be done in two. So that's honestly what took me to the department. And then when I started to meet the right people, it just kind of all aligned for me um, gotcha. that way. Yeah. What year did you graduate? 2016. Oh, same, same, same. Cool, cool. Um, well, that's cool. So so what would what, you do after uh, Atlanta? What, what was next for you? Um, so right away, I actually um, stayed in Atlanta for about a year. I was getting my master's online. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just like, I think there was like, four of us at the internship it was like a tight group and I just saw everyone start to land tv jobs right and I'm sitting at home I'm serving yeah. um, at this fine dining restaurant I'm working like two three jobs at this hotel at a, yeah. a local club like I'm, I'm everywhere right um and then I was just like you know I work hard I can manage school and you know an on-air job so that's what I started to apply after about a year after school 
um anywhere literally anywhere anywhere like, I didn't care like he was, was gonna go to the snow and everything I, huh? I just wanted because a lot of my um I didn't have a sports reel because my internship yeah. was news so that was already um working against me so I just I think I had Missouri looking at me for but it was a part-time job mm. um you know I got bills so I can't yeah. move on a part-time job so I didn't take that and then you know Mississippi was talking to me um but they were dragging the ball and then West Virginia like literally interviewed me I came yeah. out two days later they offered me the job um and I took it and I think Mississippi ended up calling me like two weeks later, like my first day of work, like, hey, like, are you interested? I'm like, yo, I'm out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm retired somewhere else. So literally that's like, people don't know, like you don't really choose where you work your first job. It's literally what is available. And to get that experience, yeah. it is not at all where you want. And some people like praise it to them who like stick it out and really like end up close to home or something like that but I was not waiting anymore so I just it's kind of like when you become a doctor and you have your residency like my friend's going through that right now he um he's scheduled to get his re- he you know he sent out 100 letters and um they find out in March but then he moves in June so that like gives a month to just move and he doesn't know where he's moving <laughs> you, yeah. know? you know time you have yeah to it's just like yeah, that's crazy. They don't care. They just um, break you. They just want you to break your lease. Huh? Like, what if you got a lease? Well, they don't. I'm telling you, I've known people uh, like even out here in my current station. So, you know, Denver's an hour away. But still, that's you still got to move, pick up your life. You know, they they asked. She start stopped Thursday with us and then started another job Saturday. So she had two days like I'm not playing. Jesus. Like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. that's just an hour away. I'm like, poor girl. Like, how, how often are you in Denver? Like for events? Uh, honestly, football season, I'm out there pretty often yeah. because we go to their Wednesday practice and then we go to every home game. Um, me and my sports director, we rotate on that. But then we also cover the Avs. So I had to learn hockey when I got here. I didn't know a thing about hockey. How crazy is hockey though? Like, it's actually really cool. Like, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I'm very like, I'm like, you could just fight. You could just literally fight, like on ice. <laughs> it's like Disney on ice. <laughs> One of our star players, like they just broke his nose, like no yeah. big deal the other day. And I'm just like, what? But um, it's definitely a good um, sports market, at least for what I'm doing. Like um, the only thing that's really different from coming from the South is high school football. It's not as. Oh, there ain't no football in Colorado Springs at all. <laughs> I, I miss that. But I mean, when it comes to um pro sports like I got like I said I have the abs the nuggets when I got here for the playoffs and then Broncos playoffs but you know I get to cover them so so yeah it's 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 definitely a good opportunity to be it but it did it didn't happen overnight like you know I took two news jobs before I got here so yeah yeah that that makes sense hey you gotta you gotta start somewhere that's what that's that's you know the whole point of of the journey right is is learning along it right you, you're not gonna know everything up front and and what i try to tell people is too is like there's a there comes a certain point in your life where you can do so much studying right you can study how to be a news anchor or sports anchor um do all this and and listen to people but you won't actually know what you're doing until you're actually doing it right and you got to start and a lot of people are scared to take that first step so um i guess my next question for you would be like that first step when you're like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna go anywhere. I just need this. What kind of motivated you to 
get into that? Like, can you go into more like motivation side? Um, so everyone's different. Um, and like I said, like some of the, like one of my really good friends, she got a job in, um, I'm trying to think it's like, it's like an hour away from Georgia. So not a really big move, not very scary. Um, same with another one, like making like small markets in Georgia where you don't, you're still an hour from home. Um, I decided West Virginia was the purpose or the right place for me, honestly. Um, I was just hungry for it. And I understood um, what I would have to do to get to sports. Like all my mentors who have been in the game were like, look, you're gonna be in a small market. You're not gonna make any money. You're gonna struggle, um, but you just get the experience. That was my that was my advice. And I took it and I ran with it. They're like, you don't have any kids. You don't, you're not married. This is the time, just go. And that's what I did. And I don't regret it at all. And I some of the people I've met there are now in top markets and they're like, hey, if you ever wanna come to Atlanta, like I'll throw your name in a hat, no problem, because I know you work hard. Um, and that's how, that's how the game goes. You know, you, like some of the people I started with are in top 10 markets, you know? Yeah. It's just, hey, it really is who you know, not, not what you know. Uh, how long you been in Colorado Springs? Um, I got here in April, so. Oh, you're fresh. Yeah, you're fresh. How, and how long you plan on staying? Um, so technically I signed a three-year contract. So what that means for me, if I wanted to go to another, um, I'm, I'm owned um, by a certain company. So if we have about 60 stations in the U.S. So if I see an opportunity, then I could like technically transfer. transfer. But um, I think I'm at the point where it's like, okay, I want to see what else is out there after this. Like not necessarily step away from the business, but focusing on working for like a regional sports network or a team in-house media um, or, or, or university. Like kind of, kind of see what else is out there. Because this is my third stop. Um, and I know I want to keep doing sports and with local news, it's kind of like, you got to do both. You yeah. Know, there's a hurricane. You're going to go do hurricane coverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, well, how, how are you transitioning into Colorado Springs from Hayward to Atlanta, obviously, and then to West Virginia, but those are like, you're everywhere. How's that? I mean, yeah. Colorado Springs is so conservative. Well, so I was West Virginia and then I actually went to Louisiana after that and that was for a sports slash news job so I was doing news twice a week sports the rest so that's where I, we're in Louisiana oh okay yep, yep. So that's how I got um into the sports reel because like I said I took West Virginia because I didn't have a sports reel so that's what I worked on in West Virginia um just following the weekend guy around holidays no one wants to work so I was like oh I'll do it um, yeah. So it looked like I did sports the whole time in West Virginia. And that's how um, I got the job in Lafayette. Um, and then from there to here, totally, totally different. From totally. the food to the people, yeah. <laughs> the coverage. You know, even um, the Pelicans, we didn't cover them hard. Like when I got there, my boss's philosophy, like this is a football state, you know, unless it's a really big game, um, we're not going to be covering. And, it, yeah. you know, New Orleans was two hours away. So, like, we would make the trip for Saints, but we wouldn't make the trip for Pelicans unless it was, like, a big game. So it, that's, like, the biggest difference um, here, yeah. especially, like, high school hockey. Never covered that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high school Lacrosse. hockey big there, too. <laughs> that's crazy. Cross never covered it until here. So it's, yeah. it, it's things like that. Do you go to the colleges and cover any of the sports or no? Uh, Air Force is our main 
thing that was also new, like going from LSU to Air Force, totally yeah. different yeah. Uh, atmosphere, but it's so cool. It really is like, it's a different experience all the way. Um, but yeah, there are, there are main college. I'll throw in like a CU buff type of highlight every now and then uh, they struggled this year in football. That was, those were hard to run. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like we'll, we'll give them some highlight if there's a big game or if they, if they were to make it, you know, to the finals or something, we would go out there. But Air Force is pretty much our main college besides our pro teams. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Cool. Um, so it seems like you kind of have like the, the plan of kind of what you want to do next, as you talked about previously, of like the, the regions and or either getting into like a university position. Um, how do you a lot of people have have struggles uh, prioritizing their time. So how do you kind of prioritize your goals? Um, so if you could give us like a top three of what your priorities are as far as um, just goal setting. Now, we're going into 2022. This is the first <laughs> month. A lot of people set goals and then a month off, they fall off. So if you could give any advice on that. That's true. And I'm honestly probably the worst person when it comes to organization. Uh, <laughs> and I actually have a really cool talent coach that I just started to work with again. And she was like, let's get organized. Like, let's level up this year. Like, you know, people hey. are looking to hire people to look like you. Um, and this is um, facts. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I was like, she's right. And that's when I was like, okay, like, she, so she's not cheap. Okay. She's not cheap. Um, so she's like, um, if you, you can figure it out because, you know, if you have a pair of jeans that are on sale that you want to buy, you're going to do it. If you want to go get sushi with your friends, you're going to figure out how to do it. And like, it kind of stuck with me, like, you know, like, we'll be like, oh, I need to do this and do that. But we just kind of throw money to things that aren't, you know, important or materialistic things. So now I'm sitting back like, okay, I'm going to invest in myself this year, like 110%. So that's what I'm focusing on. Okay. Um, in getting better. Um, and I know it's hard to in some places because a lot of time when you're in these markets, the job is to be on air and just, you know, just make it on air. So now basically, but I want to like, you know, get better, get my writing better, get, um, you know, my confidence up, like everything I need to do to get to the regional network. Like you can't, you can't be complacent. You can't say, Oh, I want to do network or I want to do regional and keep providing the same work. Um, so that's my biggest priority personal um and some personal goals you know um in the next three years i want to buy a house um you know i'm tired of moving every two years <laughs> yeah. um, you know so and before i leave here um i'm actually work, working on my phd right now so i'm like not even i think i'm like 24 credits into a 60 credit program so i'm like almost you know, halfway 30th birthday i want my phd in my hand so those mm. are my goals like now it's time you know i got to catch up on the courses so I'm on track to finish before I leave Colorado um but but really like it's like okay I'm in Colorado do I love it Eh, but I have a great opportunity so I might as well enjoy where I'm at make the best of it and hit those goals while I'm here yeah yeah facts no 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 I, I I agree um and that's good that you're, you're starting to think about that, right? Like, it, obviously, it took you a while to get to that point, but the training coach is working and, and you're starting to, like, you know, 
prioritize yourself first. Like, hey, I need to, you know, start saving money or invest in myself, whether it's putting money towards a training coach, a, a therapist, a, um, I don't know if they do like, do they have like classes where you can kind of like practice being a sports anchor? Like, like almost like improv? <laughs> there's so much out there now. Like, yeah. honestly, there's people who do like what we're doing right now, but maybe like, um, Role like play. Say, like I know like a, a national anchor for CBS. So her story is amazing. She was like a high school dropout and then now she's working <clears> for <throat> CBS national. And she's like, um, does brings on someone just like you do, you know, every week. And she has a bunch of people, they pay like, I don't know, 30 bucks a month. And now they're listening to like, you know, her national news friends or people. Oh. Like, um, so she does that. And that's a great, like, you know, there's probably like, 30, 40 people who jump on and she's making 30 bucks a month. A month. I was going to I was going to say, you should, have you thought about like creating your own platform? Like, are you active on TikTok? Honestly, like I probably, I made one like a month ago and I'll, um, because I know a lot of the roles that I want. And that was another thing. And one of the roles that I want is like a digital host. And I know a lot of that is social media content slash digital host. So I have to like familiarize, familiarize myself with those kind of things now. And I'm probably like, like Instagram, Twitter, that, I mean, those are where our audience are. So like, um, TikTok, I'm like, okay, I, I feel like the, like the grandma, like, Hey, teach me how to TikTok, you know, like trying hey, to, put you got it. You got to learn it. Cause that's part, I, I actually seen a lot of, uh, news anchor people on TikTok, like, and they'll, they'll just demonstrate their skill. Or, or they'll do a, a little funny video or really, I mean, for the girls, you just show yourself, right? <laughs> like, but um, like, I've seen a lot of the videos blow up and then that gets their engagement. Now you got people looking at you. So you got to work on that like 100%. What I've been, um, right now I'm on like a, I'm gonna try and keep it the whole year. But what I'm doing is this year is I'm posting like three to five videos a day. Um, and I've already in like a week gang, like, 80 followers just from that three to five videos like you got to stay consistent because last year in the year before that what I was doing I just post a video if it doesn't go viral it doesn't go viral but like <laughs> that's not how the algorithm works it's like no you got to pick up on your own mm-hmm. viralness you know what I mean it's like you got to keep being persistent because that one video I like in the last week I've had like three videos reach like two to four thousand right and then another video reached like seven views you know what I mean it's like what the hell you just gotta be consistent (laughs) yeah well that makes sense and that was some advice that um another girl who wasn't she was working for Boston Celtics and then she kind of got into like a different type of career path but still doing social media content she Mm -hmm. was like no that's my personal goal this year like I gotta push the content like they love it they eat it up and it helps when you go in and pitch like hey look at all these yeah and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's smart. Like, I guess like, you know, for me, like I'm, I work two to 11 and I go to school and I, you know, I'm a substitute teacher on the side. And it's like, when do I have time? But, they, but, that, <laughs> but that's what you could be vlogging though. That's what you yeah, could be telling yeah. your story because what you're in, the, you're in the TV world. So you're, you're on camera and what do people look for on camera, right? Like how you look, like, let's just be honest, how you look, um, but also how you present yourself. And so like in the model industry, I know from the model industry that they they would automatically before they even look at you, they look at how many followers you got, right? How 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 much engagement? What can you bring to the table? So if you are already doing this stuff 
on camera when you're not on camera, right? And then you're presenting it to them when you want to go build your own stuff or whatever. Or like, I even think like if you created your own community, uh, like that, uh, that person you were talking about, just even all, all it takes is, you know, 10 to 20 people to just be a subscriber. Right. And, and kind of get you going. Um, I think that would be so cool. Uh, like I'd suggest uh, doing very popular trend right now is the news anchors where they have uh, like the script that's going hella fast and all the news people have to try and read it. Like you could just have fun with it, even if you can't read it, just like do something funny, right? Like, uh, but that that would be good. But also, even like like you said, you are super busy. So like maybe even just doing like vlogs of your day or you changing outfits into you know what I mean? Like just yeah. those little five to ten minute things, and yeah, it could go a long yeah. way. No, and definitely, like, I feel like it's a little thought behind it. Because, like, I have posted stuff, and, like, it got a lot of good. Um, but I'm, like, I'm still learning it. So it's not like I, like, push yeah. them out. It takes me a little second to, like, figure out, like, what I'm doing. <laughs> I remember I, I did one with, like, Teddy Bridgewater that got a lot of, like, positive, like, traction. And it was just, like, me just joking around. Because he, I don't know if you remember, there was, like, a game where he, like, let the man, uh he didn't tackle him at all he just kind of like walked by him and it was like went viral so I was just like making fun because like we lost three game losing streak and I was like team Teddy when he got here because I covered him in New Orleans but um but yeah no I definitely I definitely want to like find my audience in my um my niche yep yep and it takes time but yeah I would definitely uh I would definitely get on it before they change the the dope algorithm that they have you know Right, yeah. <laughs> cool cool um so i want to uh i want to move on to the segment where I, I call hella misguided segment where i ask the same question to each uh person who comes up here and that question is if you were to write a letter to your 18 year old self what would a summary of that letter be wow um <laughs> i would tell myself to one don't ever compare your pace to someone else okay um, that would be my number one. Um, number two would be know your worth. Um, I've been in a situation where, um, yeah, I'll work for that just because I want to be on air or I want to be in sports. Um, I've known so many people in this business where it's like, they take a job. We know we're not going to make a ton of money in our first four years in the business. It's just not how it goes, mm-hmm. but you can negotiate other things. You can get a hair allowance. You can get makeup allowance. Um, clothing allowance and you don't realize how much that stuff adds up when you're on tv every day um don't be afraid to say hey after a year i want to i want to be able to leave and not pay you guys anything if i get a better opportunity um or hey i want you to pay for nabj every year you know that saves you four hundred dollars right there um so it's stuff like that what is that (laughs) so nabj is a huge conference it's actually so it's um it's for black journalists. Okay. Uh, it's not necessarily on air. It really could be, there's writers, producers, there's a lot. Um, I literally recommend anyone from college to spin the business for 10 years to go to NABJ. Um, it's kind of sucks. Last two years have been virtual because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But the last one I attended that was in person was in Miami. So I'm talking, there's like 30 booths, 30 to 50 booths out there. Like CBS is out there. NBC is out there. Every news network is out there espn you get to sit down with mlb network um and you're literally it's like speed dating (laughs) but for jobs 
you go in, you look your best. Um, it's, like a, it's like a week conference. It's a career. Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. It's a career fair, pretty much. Yeah, and it, it's like, but it's like for people who look like me, you know, which is yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and they really like. I know people who went in there and got a job on the spot. I know people who went in there, followed up a week later, and had a job. Um, because you actually get to meet those people in person and it makes a huge difference and you mm. make those connections and you pass out your card and you, um, you know, it's, it's honestly great. And I really hope it comes back. Being oh, wow. Great. They got a lot of people going and it's all over the place. They got like from Spotify yeah. to CBS to like Everyone. Bloomberg. Yeah. No, I'm your only sports anchor on here, but like, this is for, you know, people who want to work behind the scenes too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they would hire them so quick. It's so hard to find people who want to work behind the scenes right now. I'm telling yeah. you. For real, for real. That EDD check is more. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> producers, they are thriving right now. Yeah. <laughs> they, can't, they can't keep them right now. So it's I, I would like that would be like my number one suggestion for anyone um to go. do you know like that's good like, i would i would suggest do that stuff young like 18 i wish i was going to these conventions and like uh afro tech that's in oakland every year like i wish i was going to these these meetups right these real estate investing groups like i wish i was doing that young because i would be so much further than i am today um but yeah anybody looking to go to the nabj it's in vegas august 3rd uh, are you gonna be going this year probably not so it's really like, if you have like two years in your contract left, they'll be like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. I would probably go next year. Next, okay. I have a year, you know, left in it. And it's like, I have, a, I feel like my tape will be super strong to show at that time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I probably, because it's not cheap, you know. So it's like, it's a hundred percent worth your time, energy, money, like, it's it's so awesome if you've never experienced it, it really is cool cool um so speaking of cheap uh next question is are you a, a you kind of already answered are you a big spender or a saver um i i'm one of those, <laughs> I'm one of those people who is like you know money i'll make it back like i'm not gonna lie i, I was that person and yeah. i think it's because like you know it's just me like I yeah. don't if I had like someone I had to support if I know I would be different but I don't yeah uh, I like to travel um I always live far away from friends I would I always like catch a quick flight to like Atlanta go see my friends or New okay York, see my other friends there um but that's why I said this year it's gotta change because like sis you're 28 years old you want to get a house, you know, you're hiring these people to take you to the next level. It's time to like, you know, keep yeah. it here. Um, so I would say I was, but now I'm trying to tighten up. Where do you want to get a house? Um, I'm shooting to go to Georgia or Texas and stay there. That's my goal. I, there you, you know, go. obviously Atlanta, I got a lot of connections, but I just, I fell in love with Houston. So if I'm close to there, they're both great sports markets. So I just got a, uh, I just opened up an Airbnb out in Houston in November. Um, and it, that market is crazy. Like uh, the, the spot is like 15 minutes from downtown, but Houston, like nightlife is like, Oh my God. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. it's crazy. And it's so like, I don't know. It's like Atlanta, but better. And I mean, yeah. I, I think that because I already had enough of Atlanta, like I'm, you know, like I need something new, but mm. I, 
Oh, no, I love it. And I've been to Dallas, you know, and I was like, oh, it's cool, but it's nah, Dallas is in nah, nah. Like, Austin, Austin, Austin first and then Houston and then every everywhere else in Texas could suck. I, <laughs> I heard good things. I Austin, heard. Austin's amazing. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to buy a house in Houston, let me know because uh, our brokerage is down there so I can okay. help you out. <laughs> my, my parents are uh, retiring here soon. So they're like, wherever you go, we're going to they want to get a little like, you know, retirement home and hang out where i'm at oh, there you go well let, let me know let me know if they want to move too because i know they out here i'll help them i hope oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's cool yeah no no houston is houston is really cool you know what scared me though when i was in houston uh, a couple months ago is when we was going to the to the bars and the clubs and stuff they like don't check you for weapons Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's not like the city. Like, obviously, maybe girls don't really get checked that much. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're like going to a club in San Francisco back in the day when they had clubs here, um, like they check you down. Right. They check for any weapons. But in Houston, I guess they just assume everyone is carrying, which is wild. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, you know, I got like a little clutch. They don't really, but. Yeah, nah, it's it's crazy. I was like, damn. And <laughs> the funny part is I was the only one in Houston wearing a mask, especially at nighttime. Oh. I, I'm sure everyone was looking at me in the bar like he's from California. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I was yeah. the only one. I swear I couldn't find another person out of thousands. Yeah, COVID skipped the South in certain <laughs> like, Atlanta like, too. <laughs> Louisiana? what yeah. like i know new orleans had its thing but like in lafayette like all the games like kids are out there like no shirt on in the student section i'm like you know what all right y'all, but, y'all just forgot y'all forgot where we at huh? but you said san francisco do you, does city nights mean anything to you of course it does of course <laughs> yeah city nights means a lot to me <laughs> i owned it for many years so i yeah. used to be there oh really oh shit when did he stop owning it i was probably there when... oh I was like, we always laugh. Like there was like some meme that went viral. It was like, if you went to city nights, you're immune to COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. I seen that. I seen that. You know, the crazy part is like, even after college, after college, or even during college, when I was like old enough to like realize that I shouldn't be here, I still wanted <laughs> to be there. <laughs> I know. Like I just went there obviously because he worked there, and I just like going with my friends. Yeah. Um, it was just like. like <laughs> part it's a part of the the bay culture like you gotta you're gonna it is it is there you can but you can never go to city nights without witnessing a fight like it's ridiculous i know it's like people literally just go there to fight (laughs) (laughs) it's like a brawl (laughs) but yeah i saw yg perform (laughs) city nights oh that actually might have been too yeah that's when tooted and booted was a thing that was long long time ago wow yeah they thought it was for jam so I, I that was annoying because i wasn't inside yeah i'm still mad about that that's hilarious wow uh, yeah that's that's amazing um cool so okay we got the big spender big big saver which big spender transitioning to big saver <laughs> um so i was gonna my next question was uh i was gonna ask do you invest in anything so whether it's investing in your next side hustle, whether it's investing, you're going to start saving for a, a home pretty soon. Um, what about stocks, crypto, anything on the side? Um, I've done like a little research on, you know, crypto and all that kind of stuff, but my main focus right now, um, so I'm working on opening a online boutique. Right okay. Now. Okay. 
Um, so that's my focus. Um, I do own my condo right now in Colorado. Hey, Uh, keep it, keep it. Don't sell it when you leave. I know that's what everyone says, but it's like these HOA rules. I just won't do it again. I just don't don't ever do that. Do, Do they have a rental restrictions? Um, yes and no. Like there's, there's no cap, but like, so I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a really tight bunch of old people who are just like trying to control like certain blind colors I can't have. I can't have more than one dog. There was an issue with the type of floors that I wanted because I was upstairs and it was just a mess. And I like, like I said, like, you know, when you move fast, you kind of have to find somewhere. Um, Everything was like, I put in an offer and 15 people put in an offer the same day. So like, I got kind of lucky because I felt like if I didn't get this one, I would have just gave up because it was starting to reach past my budget that I wanted to go past because I had to go like 15 over what they were asking to get this place oh that's Um, nothing you lucky that's nothing I know (laughs) (laughs) it's been crazy but like I really like want to get back what I put in plus and then invest this you probably already did though that's the crazy part is that 15k is like 10 dollars a month extra and then with the market right now and then in June you already made that back so you don't have nothing to worry about yeah I figure (laughs) if I can let let this sit for three four years i'm yeah. the house that i really really want i asked about the rental stuff because um we're in colorado too and um i just know that market from when i was out there um th- like it was super cheap houses were super cheap and then now that's like one of the best markets in america is colorado springs specifically so that's why i said don't sell it and a lot of people are actually traveling there so i was wondering if you could throw it up on airbnb but you got to check with the hoa um, because some might not allow Airbnb, but they might allow long-term renting. Yeah, they won't. Um, that's I think that's why they they worded it the way like because when I wanted to rent out my my room, it was like I had to rent it out to her the whole place. So they like mm. think it's six months minimum. So they're yeah. they're trying to they're trying to prevent the air. So so then you could you when you when you do move to Texas or whatever, you can do. Um, you can do midterm and you could do like uh, traveling nurses, a lot of traveling nurses out in Colorado Springs. So oh, you could true. target target there and, it, and it's higher cash flow um, than just a long term. Yeah, so. that is true. I have I did have a lot of traveling nurses reach out to me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. See, <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, if you ever need help, I got you. I got you. Thanks. thanks. Um, cool. Uh, so, I mean, we already kind of talked about this next question. Uh, we're going to start wrapping up soon, but um i guess my, my next question was your your what's your goal in the next five years so if you could just kind of we already talked about kind of the pipeline of how you're going to get there um mm-hmm. but if you could give just three three things of where you see yourself let's let's do more than five years let's do 10 years okay um so for me definitely the 10 years i why i'm working on my phd i want to teach at the college level um so that's definitely, that's like my retirement plan that I'm working on now. Cause who's- What do you want to teach? Um, just broad, like a basic broadcasting writing class or, okay. you know, what, I, what I'm doing um, and just helping people. I'd really like to go back to an HBCU if I had the choice. Uh, Cause that's where I started. Yeah. Um, and people- People just need some, you know, you need guidance. And I needed, I needed what I got, which is- You heard that? You need guidance on the Misguided Podcast. That's amazing. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) It's hard, especially in this business. Um, So that's definitely, um, and like I said, 
moving, transitioning out of local news, big, big time. That's definitely my, my two and a half year plan. <laughs> uh, I want to transfer out of local news, um, level up, get to that regional network, you know, um, and my last school would probably have to be, um, probably what we talked about, just owning a home and having some stability. Like you put in all this work, enjoy it, you know, enjoy I it. I agree. I agree. That takes time. No, that takes time and patience is what I'm learning. You got it. And, and uh, the one thing you can't get back is time. So, so whatever, whoever's listening, don't, don't have these goals without a plan in motion for five to 10 years. Like it takes five to 10 years. It doesn't happen overnight. You can't just say, Oh, I'm going to go buy a house. Right. Without saving, without getting your credit, right. Right. Without partnering or whatever you got to do to get that house. Right. You can't just wake up one day and be like, I'm gonna go get it. And then try and put an offer in and yeah, you know, so, um, preparation, preparation is key here. Um, but yeah, no, those are great goals. You know, we're going to go back to it again, but like the, um, you saying you want to be a teacher, that's such a, that's, that's a dope thing and wanting to give back and, and stuff, especially in your own community, you really should start like your own, you should start doing that now, start preparing because that could be damn near your resume as we talked about. So whether it's you just taking two to three kids in college in and showing them the ropes right now. Like, you know what I mean? That can be like your little community that you start to build because in five to 10 years, those students could be in a position that could actually help you. They'd be like, oh yeah, you know, this person helped me, right? Um, Bree, Bree helped me and, and now I'm working at a big sports anchor and you know, I want her to come over here or something like, you just networking, it's networking. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And I have, um, I have um, been able to be the speaker. Um, yeah my college like I made some connections and I did like a unique uh, project before I graduated where I was talking about um, black women in sports broadcasting and it mm. caught their attention so I went back as a speaker for them and I did something with them and so now uh, it's kind of hard because they wanted me to teach in the fall it's a pop-up course which I didn't even those didn't exist when I went to school yeah. but it's like a one credit course and it's basically like um hard days or you can spread out once a week for how many hours um i'm pitching it as like how to land a job in tv type of thing because okay. i think that's more intriguing but it's basically me breaking down with 20 students for for a weekend and like hey this is how i did it how can we help you and we're just going through like cleaning up some writing resumes um resources on where to apply how to network um, literally things that I wish I would have had that you can't mm. do in a book. Mm -hmm. So they're pop-up courses. Like I would have yeah. definitely taken one back in the day. So yeah, yeah. I know I, I'm starting to see like schools are now implementing financial literacy class. I'm like, yo, where the hell was that at? Or like business classes or stuff. I'm like, man, come on. I it's know. Like, oh, mom, I said, I haven't yeah. two triangle yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kinda like no one how to file my taxes yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah right I, they need they need that they need taxes they need a parenting class they need a a deeper sex class like they need they need a bunch just of different learn more about like yeah 401ks like yeah just learning go yeah yeah um you touched on it but I, I that was gonna be my next question before uh we got two more questions this the mm -hmm. the the first one is um you kind of touched on it but being black in this industry um you don't see a lot of us um on tv right you don't mm -hmm. see a lot of us um so how's that pressure 
is there pressure on that aspect of just being a black woman in this industry, but also just being a woman in this industry? I mean, like, you you know, news and, and sports, I feel like they're very sexualized. So do you feel any type of pressure in those two aspects or to always look good, right? To always be on camera, right? Always ready. Um, For me, um, the industry, like, before I even got to the industry, I felt like being just a female athlete, like, you know, I had a, I had a boyfriend in college who got a full ride, didn't make grades and was still getting his scholarship. Meanwhile, I'm playing two sports, making half what he makes. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the reality of the business, whether you are an athlete, whether you're in media or whether you're a professor, like I've, one of my best friends as a professor tells me how hard it is to be the only black woman professor at the university you know there's things that come with it um but like I was talking to with my talent coach now we're starting to get the first female this the first female that and now on top of that we're getting the first black female that so we're always last um so yeah that I wouldn't say it was it's pressure but it's knowing that you have to do you have to be twice as good as your counterpartner. That's just the world, unfortunately. Um, my talent coach was telling me, you know, I was watching ESPN and, you know, it's like, what does it mean to you to be here? And very generic, no thought behind it. She hates that question, by the way. Um, and it's like, if I would have asked that, any woman would ask that, we would be dragged like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. And that's, mm-hmm. That's the reality. So you really, like you said, like preparation, that's the biggest thing. That's what I try to do um, because no one can really knock you down if you're overprepared. You can never really be overprepared, right? Just know your stuff. Um, and I think um, that's the biggest thing for me is just being overprepared, knowing I have to do better than this guy sitting next to me if I want the job. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the reality. That's what I've learned. Um, you know, I've been doing this for a little over four years. Um, I don't think it gets easier. <laughs> um, you just have to have that confidence within yourself. And, you know, if you have, if you believe in yourself, you have that tight knit group that believes in you. Yeah. That's, that's really all you need, honestly. And like I said, my biggest thing was trying to compare myself to someone else. Homegirl's dad was in the NFL and she got a job at the NFL network right out of college. You know, yeah. um, my mom had me at 15 years old, Newark, California, grew up. Um, shared a bump bed with this lady until I was like six years old, you know. Um, I used like, to y'all damn near like uh sisters that young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I had a hard time not comparing myself, but then I was I had like this epiphany, like, you know, it's gonna make my story that much better. Like maybe I don't go network till I'm 30, but look, I had nothing to start with, you know what I mean? nothing was laid out and I really feel like on the days that I just want to like like yesterday I probably could have just like you know what I can't do this like out there by myself presser at three trying to be on at 4 30 like doing graphics doing the scripts like trying to look like I had some sense by the time the lights came on it's like I get through those days because it's like if I make it as cliche it might sound literally any woman who looks like me that comes after me can make it because I had nothing to start with. And that's how I look at it. That's facts. No, you're, you're 100% right. And I agree. It's like confidence within yourself, you know, um, like that's what matters. 
Um, and so, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Also, it's like the competition. I, and obviously I think sports helped you also being from the Bay area and living in diverse, um, communities, uh, all over. I think that helped, uh, kind of develop your mentality. Um, but it's crazy. It's because it's like, you know, we should be competitive in some aspect, right? You're looking at the next person, whether it's boy or girl, but you're looking at the man next to you and you're like, I got to beat him out to get this job. It should be like that. Mm-hmm. But when it's almost like forced in a, in a sense, because of you're a woman or because you're a black woman, right? It's like, it even adds more pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen this story of where, you know, you know, little Susie over there got the job because Bob is friends with, you know, the, the Ryan, right? Like, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that happens a lot, especially, I mean, you know, I went, I, so I went to Colorado College, right, in Colorado Springs, and um, I played, I played basketball in there for four years. I was the only black kid for about two years. I was the only, I was one of the only black kids in the school, <laughs> one of the, one of the only black kids in Colorado Springs now, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I experienced all that, right? And I'm sitting at dinner tables and that's kind of actually what made me want to start the journey of this and kind of learning is because I'm sitting at these tables with, with you know, the uh, my teammates and their parents and and they're talking about, you know, stocks or real estate or just wealth, right? And they're, they're talking about stuff I've never heard before. Um, and I'm sitting here wondering, like, you know, how are they able to be here? My, you know, my mom can't fly out from Cali every every game, right? Like, and so I just started asking questions. And that's literally all it takes is just asking questions. Um, and I just started to be curious. And I started to educate myself on, you know, what is this? What is a 401k? What is a Roth RIA? And so that's kind of like what led me to learn about financial literacy. And then be like, damn, I wish I knew this when I was younger. And then so the, now I teach financial literacy, you know what I mean? So um, yes, yes. It's, all, it's all a circle and it'll be a circle for you as well. Yeah, with the, with it's all about making it better for the ones after us, really, because just like our parents laid out, they did what they could. Now we got to do better than what they did. Facts, facts. A hundred, a hundred. Cool, cool. Well, we're about to wrap it up. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, this this has been amazing. Uh, usually I wrap it up with one one last one last segment called the guided conclusions. It's where I ask you a question that we didn't talk about previously to this recording. It could be sad, it could be funny, it could be heartbreaking. <laughs> um, it could be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking your heart. All right. Um, you ready? Yep. All right. Today's question is, would you rather lose all of your money you've earned this year or all of the memories? And this year, I mean, in 2021, because 2022 just started. So in 2021, all of your money you've earned or all of the memories? Ooh, uh, who wants to lose all their money? Like, what? Mm -hmm. But memories is important, though, because if you forget those memories, you might just make the same mistakes. That's true, because, listen, 2021 was nothing to play with. It was nothing to play with. Um, that was, I was, I would say I would rather lose my money because I got a new job. Mm-hmm. My first official sports job, which was 100% sports. That's been my goal for, who knows, since 2017. Facts. So I hate to forget that. <laughs> I bought a, I bought a home uh, or a condo. I bought a condo. Um, so 2021 as much as it was messed up and I was thrown into news for three months because nobody was playing sports for a little while. 
um, it was a it was a good year. So I would definitely want to say, keep my memories. That's important. Money will come back. Money will come back. You can always make it back, especially with work work ethic. So I I, I agree, I agree. All right, cool. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming up here, Bree. It's been it's been a pleasure. I won't keep any more of your time. Um, anything you want to share? Lastly, last thing I just want to say. Do not give up where you're at and never compare your journey to someone else's. Make your own path. Make your own story. Your story will not be my story. Just use mm-hmm. it as a guide, but it will not be your story. Make your own story. Facts, facts, facts. Um, cool. You want to drop your Instagram, your TikTok, all that good stuff. Come on. Let the <laughs> people know. Everything. My Instagram is TV. I'm always on Instagram posting what games I'm at. Twitter is Bree, B-R-E-E, Bree Marie. Um, So yeah, follow me um, on there. Reach out, find me on LinkedIn. I'm on all of them. I'm always, you know, people are like, can you, hi, can you help me do this? Or what can I do that? I'm all about it. It's all about helping each other, lifting each other up. Um, There's enough for everybody to eat at the table. So if and if I can help in any way, let me know. Nice, nice. Yep. Uh, I, I fucks with it. Make sure you guys go uh, follow, follow Bree. Um, give a shout out, like, comment, lower page up. All right. Um, you heard it here. This is the Misguided Podcast. We're intending to guide you to a better future. My name is Jawan. Again, sitting here with Bree. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. We made a choice. Was it enough? We took a chance with our love We wanted change, we wanted too much Fun at first, but then we felt stuck Well, do you know what happened to us? I still love you, but making love turned to lust And every time I cook dinner, we fuss Assumptions all in your head Like, for what? Like why you don't take me out to eat? Anymore and who you scared that you gon' see? Your little whore. Who you messing around with, Brittany? Matter of fact, you know what? It better not be anybody. Like yo, calm down, just chill. Just chill. Your mind is playing tricks on you, for real. I cook dinner honestly, cause I'm broke And I know if I take you out, you order lobster Like yo, I like that shit too But I ain't got it like that At least not yet, just be patient And don't stress, and build with me I'll do my best, but actually I'm stressed Cause you changed just a bit Now I'm thinking, should we split? And go our separate ways and, and quit? Cause I still flash back to when you cheated You said you craved something new and that I was the reason We made a choice, was it enough? We took a chance with our love We wanted change, we wanted too much Fun at first, but then we felt stuck Now I'm left to pick the pieces up Like why do I care so much, should I give a fuck? When Britney just texts me 
I'm thinking quick nut is just sex, let's link up Oh well. Revenge at its finest, it's bittersweet Cause if I follow through then, what does that make, what me? Does that make me? I was never like this, till I met you Britney said come through, I gotta choose, what do I do? Maybe I should take a rain check Possibly surprise Britney at a crib The day after next, that's what I'll do Some time to think this through and look at it from different views It's Wednesday, feeling good, my shift is over I text Brit like, I'm coming over No response, I double text like I'm down the block Open up, I got pizza, this shit is hot Knock, knock, is anybody there? Hurry up and open, it's cold out here Should I knock some more? I go to grab my phone And before I pull it out, guess who answers the door? The door, the door, guess who answers the door? The door, the door, guess who answers the door?